How's everybody doing tonight? It is Tuesday, and I am like really excited about tonight's topics. Are you really? Oh my gosh, yes. But beyond beyond radio paranormal, that's what we do, right? That's right. Yeah. Allison, Rob, Jeff. Yep. Back at it again. Yep. Again. Here to babble on. We we haven't been canceled yet. Five episodes in. (laughs) Hey, that's almost like we can celebrate this. Wait, don't we celebrate every show? We do, and we still want to thank our moms for listening. (laughs) Yeah. Yep, yeah, that dead air out there. I want and to my thank dad the dead too. air. I thank my dad too, because I don't know if he actually wants to listen or my mom makes him every Tuesday. But either way. And if my mom has learned how to open up iTunes, I don't know yet or not if she has. But hi, mom, if you have. Well, there you go. And nobody's and listening. And right I'm proud now of you house. for figuring out how to double click iTunes. <laughs> She's <laughs> moving up in the tech world. Yeah. Good stuff. So, what are we talking about tonight? Parallel dimensions. Oh, goodness. I like parallel dimensions. Say that three times quick. For those of you that uh, follow us on Facebook, and you can find us facebook.com slash parababble, uh, we did post a picture a couple weeks back as we were recording some of our episodes where we thought Rob might have been in a parallel dimension. Yep. Yeah, your hand was moving pretty quick. It was almost not there. Yeah. Shutter speed. Stop. Uh, just stop debunking. <laughs> just go with it. You're from another dimension. You just could have been like, yes, I dropped in just for the show. Yeah. <laughs> but no. I okay. came from dimension X. Is that such a dimension? Is that Does that one exist? Yeah, it can because there are an infinite number of parallel dimensions. So we can, in make, theory. We can make one up. We can make a parababble yeah. dimension. Yeah. Oh, maybe everyone that's listening is in that parababble dimension right now. There is a parallel dimension where parababble is the number one podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. And we've just taken Beyond Borders Radio to the top of the charts and we like rule internet radio. Five stars, baby. Yeah. We Five like stars. It. We like it. Yep. You can, uh, if you want to try to figure out how to get into that dimension, you can follow us at, at Parababble on Twitter. Yeah. Or Facebook.com slash Parababble. Yep. One more time. At Parababble. There you go. I was going to say that the number station will be up there on our Twitter account so you can get the coordinates to the alternate parallel dimension. Yeah, I've been posting those. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. should we get into it? I suppose we could. Who's so, digging in? You? I'll dig in All first, right. just with a basic, basic, I'm using air quotations on that one, explanation I of, saw them. of what parallel dimensions or universes are. Yeah, try not to confuse me so that I have no idea what you're okay. talking about after like the third sentence. Yeah, well, I, I was digging into this and it's, some of it's mind-melting. So I, I try to keep this as basic and easy as possible because we don't want our moms to get bored. Uh, the multiverse is the theory that our universe is not the only one, but it, it exists in parallel with many others. And the theory is that it exists within within parallel of an infinite number of parallel dimensions. So is that kind of like, you ever see when you're you're standing in front of like a series of mirrors and you can like put your arm out and then you see 15 other arms? Yep. Is that what it would look like if we could see it? Yeah, exactly. And yeah, there's an infinite number of them. They might have slight changes from one to another. There might be pretty drastic changes from one to another. 
Um, when you get into something called alternate dimensions, that's even more different than parallel dimensions. I'm not going to get into them too much, but uh, the theories behind alternate dimensions are that they are dimensions in which there's not just little changes between the dimensions, there's changes in physics. So gravity might not work the same. What? And the sun might not reflect light the same way. So what colors that we're familiar with, like blue, green, yellow, red, whatever, they might not exist in those dimensions. They might have colors that we don't even have in our own reality. That's a little mind melting. Yeah, so I'm not going to get into that. We can make it easy. <laughs> it could be like Multiplicity, the movie, where you carbon copied uh, Michael Keaton carbon copied himself four times down and each time something changed in each reality of that person. Yeah, and not for his betterment either. It no, was, no, no. 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 That did, Dolphins basically and pizza. <laughs> backfired really badly for him. But it was fun. It was good to watch. I'll agree with that. In a parallel dimension, each one of us was the star of multiplicity. Alright. Oh boy. That's not necessarily very good. You see what I mean? No, that's that's what I mean by there's an infinite number of parallel dimensions. But to try and dig into it a little more, there was there's a cosmologist named Max Tiegmark, and he has four levels of parallel universes. And I'm only going to talk about two of them briefly because they're the two that are kind of, in my opinion, the most popular theories and explanations for them. Uh, and the first level. For, this is this is his explanation how the parallel universes work. Do I need a PhD to follow along with this? I don't have one. But you're pretty smart, so I don't know. I'm a little worried. Well, I'll try. I'll try to keep. Buckle this, in, Jeff. It's easy. <laughs> I'm still at multiplicity <laughs> with Steve Scuba Steve <laughs> in his in his diving gear and wanting pizza and going to see the dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> That's the ultimate dimension that Jeff wants to be in. Yep, pizza and dolphins. All right, sorry. Okay, so go along with this theory. We'll we'll follow. Okay, I'm only gonna touch on half of it. Like I said, he has four different levels of parallel universes, uh, but I just picked my two favorites. Level one, parallel universe. Uh, he calls it an infinite universe. And the explanation behind how this works is that our universe is so large, like physically. I'm not talking about like crossing over into different planes of existence. I'm just talking like the whole universe as a whole. It's so big that if you go far enough, eventually you'll find another Earth-like planet with situations similar to our own. Sounds reasonable. Because the universe, in his theory, is, is that it's infinite and it, it's always expanding. It's ever expanding and it just uh, it goes on and on. And eventually, if you time travel far enough, not time travel, oh... Whoa, black no. hole, oh, ben. ben the wormhole. If the you wormhole. just travel far enough, <laughs> like that movie Interstellar, I don't know if you guys saw that. No. Don't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but okay. yeah, it did deal with wormholes and stuff and how you could travel through uh, space. So yeah, if you go far enough, eventually you're bound to run into another Earth. Okay, so I can understand. That to me makes sense. That's that's understandable. It's logical. I mean, you think yep. about it, how long it takes us to get to, like, Mars. Yeah. What if we, you know, had the technology to put somebody in... Yeah, you just keep going and going and going. And hibernation. Yeah. 
and then woke them up 200 years later, they'd still probably be somewhere in the universe. Yeah. But does it does on. it include a DeLorean? Oh, uh, no, that, that's time travel. <laughs> Again. Okay. Thought I'd throw it in there. But it is kind of, I mean, when you think about it, if we can exist the way that we did, you know, like coming from, and now this is going to get into what you believe, but if you believe that the universe started with a big bang and that's how life was created, that it's very possible that life could have been created past where just we are. Oh, like yeah. what made it so special that only Jeff's giving me the dirty look right now because he's like, we came from God. Stop <laughs> yeah. it. Wow, you were reading that right <laughs> off that top. That's good. See, but we know each Rob other pretty I, well here. <laughs> Rob and I, we like to believe in the scientific basis of those things. So... You know, scientifically... Am I in the wrong group? Yep. This is a scientific group, right? It's very possible. It's very... It makes sense. It, it makes sense. Because whenever anyone asks me if aliens exist, and I have to bring aliens in it because it wouldn't be an episode of Parababble without them, I always tell them, you know, whether or not they necessarily visit us and people get abducted or not, I don't know. Probably not. But there... I read, I read somewhere, this is a fact, that there are more planets in the universe... Then there are grains, grains, individual grains of sand on Earth. No. I don't believe that. I do. I believe they're just asteroids. I think they're probably planets. Yeah. We don't have the technology to get out that far yet. Mm -hmm. And but the crazy thing about it is that if you think about it, like here on our own planet, everyone always says you have a twin. Yeah. Like there's somebody else that looks like you. I mean, if that happens just on one planet, like imagine what the possibilities would be like 5,000 light years from here. Yeah, it would be arrogant to think that we're the only planet in the entire universe. I agree. With some sort of intelligence. And here's line. something that will blow your your mind if you believe in like the whole They're God both created looking the at universe. Me right now. <laughs> is that what made only Earth special? Why didn't he create life on other planets? How yeah. do we know? Did that... you say he? Well, because you're Did talking you... about God. That's not what I believe, but I'm going along with your your perception of things. There could be. I'm putting it in, but not more terms than that the are relatable for you. <laughs> Not not more than grains of salt. No, not grains of salt, grains of sand. Oh, I'm sorry, sand. Okay. <laughs> so what you're saying is if I go scrape up the whole east coast, there's still going to be more planets out there yep. than what I've scraped up for the sand. Well, think yep. about how you only see a snippet of the sky and how many stars are, are just in that, how many planets we can see throughout the course of the year as, the, as they see, move See, that's interesting orbit. because um, I was doing some research around the, the, the whole Bible thing, and they use the example of a parade. When you're watching a parade... Oh, I'm sorry. I was thumping for your Bibleness. <laughs> um, there's a soapbox, too, somewhere around here. <laughs> there is a theory that it works. If we look at a parade, we only see part of that parade. And what the Creator or God did... He's in an alternate time zone, and he can see everything happening at once, where we can only see a partial. So that kind of fits in, like what you just said, what like seeing the the sky. We only see part of that sky. There's a there's a bigger picture to be taken in here, right? Sure. Okay, great. I mean, no. yeah. It, who knows? That's why we're talking about this stuff because none of this is actually. We don't know for sure one way or the other about yes, any do. of it. The internet said so. Oh my! Right? It was on YouTube, so it's got to be right. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's it's so tough. I, I like you said. There's five dimensions, six dimensions. How many dimensions there are? I don't know. It's like an invisible 
world that's around us, I think. It's happening at the same time, maybe. Another dimension that's completely around us. Like, you know, you go into your ghosts. Oh, Rob's giving me the hold-on look. You're just about to explain the level three parallel. Well, let's get to level... You were just at level one, right? Why, one. I'm skipping level two and level four. Why are you skipping it? Because he they're just like... Mind-melting. Really? So PhD. level two, two is favorites. more mind-melting than level three? I didn't understand it. Really? Or I didn't have the time or patience to try and understand okay. it, I should say. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. But so far, I, I'm agreeing with level one as being potentially possible. Yes. Mm-hmm. Level three is the one that I think we're probably all the more, most familiar with, and it is that multiple multiple universes exist in the same space parallel to our own, the same physical space. So that's when we're getting things bleeding in from yeah, one another. exactly, which is what Jeff was just saying it's like about if you go ghost hunting ghosts or something, or, or you're yeah, seeing people. it, you're running around, like, oh, this craziness yeah. going on, I see ghosts and people and half-bodies walking by, yeah. yeah. And that is that's a whole other dimension. The popular explanation for ghosts sometimes, like we talked about on the Shadow People episode, that uh, they're just bleeding through from other dimensions. And if you haven't heard that Shadow People episode, you can check it out on Stitcher and iTunes and download it. Yep, on iTunes. Yep. Give us a rating, a review. We'd appreciate it. Make it good. Yep. Because <laughs> we are good. <laughs> well, we're in our alternate dimension right now. We're in our number one. No, in the alternate dimension, we'd be floating around because gravity doesn't work great. But we still have the number one podcast. Yeah, we could. Yeah. yeah. So, I like that idea. So if I'm seeing ghosts floating around, shadow people, or whatever's happening, half torsos that people claim to see, are, is that telling me that if I believe in faith that they never made it to the other side, they never made it to heaven or hell? I mean, is that dimension its own world? It stops there? Yeah, it's like their own time span. So you could be here today, you know, at... Nine o'clock at night on this particular day, and you could be interacting with someone who might not even have a calendar here like we do, because it could be anything, or it could be, you know, ten years later on a different day and time for them. So there. So basically, when I look at ghosts, I should be looking. Maybe I should be thinking that that's an alternate parallel dimension. Yeah. That we're seeing. It's so, not someone who's trapped. So alternate dimension is like something that exists that is different than what we're in. The parallel dimension is running perpendicular with us. Exactly. Okay. So you see what I'm saying? Yep. So alternate mm-hmm. dimension, crazy things are happening there. We're not seeing ghosts come from that because they're not floating around. Well, they kind of do float around the room. So it could be a potential alternate dimension. But the parallel dimension is where you get the bleed through. Because things are happening at the same time just in different worlds. So what happens when I see myself? What happens if I see one of those, uh, what are they, doppelgangers or whatever mm-hmm. they're called? You die. I, well, why would I die? Because it's if someone you see in the your, other dimension, if right? If you see your own doppelganger, you will die. So I can't physically be in two places at once. No, that's the legend. If you really, if you see your own doppelganger, you will die. Uh, I don't know about that. Rob, didn't you see your own? I did not. You didn't see it, but you saw someone walk up that looked like Rob. That we you were had one of to, our right? fellow investigators talk directly to the doppelganger Rob, and he didn't answer. He just turned and walked away. And then Rob came from the opposite direction, and we were like, hey, you were just over there. And he's like, no, I wasn't. I was over there. So you got lucky. I guess It so. was looking for you. I dodged a bullet. On so the rumor is it's the two meat eyes or whatever. Bloop. Yep. That's it, I'm done. Then you go to the next dimension? I don't know. I don't think... 
I honestly don't think that ghosts are from other dimensions. So you're thinking they're just kind of spirits that left here, energy that left here, and it's yeah. kind of hanging out in another... Yeah. I mean, it's a good theory, and it's a theory, but it's not what I think, personally. What do you think? Although doppelgangers, maybe. Well, it's, your multiplicity. it's your multiplicity. Yeah. It's your scuba Steve from another dimension. It's possible. Yeah, I don't know. This, the, the whole the dimension thing can get... It can get really deep, because if that's only one that we're catching really do we catch any other examples of this like, well yeah we there's clues there's some clues outside of outside of ghost hunting and we go running through here because i think a lot of people believe the fact that when they see a ghost they're saying oh they're not stuck in a parallel dimension they're saying oh they must have not made it to the other side whatever the other side might be well yeah we but... never really hone in let me rephrase that i don't hone in on the fact that Hey, that's dimension three hanging out over there. That's dimension two. I'm not. I don't look at it when I ghost hunt that way. I look at it as like, oh, I saw a spirit. Hey, guess what? They yeah. didn't go where they had to go. And I don't think that's part of what people that are ghost hunting normally think about. I think it's a theory, just like everything in ghost hunting is a theory. So you have you can't just discount it as it not being a possibility because it is. But there are clues that you're in a parallel universe or an alternate universe that don't have anything to do with the paranormal. So one of those things is like people talk about having deja vu all the time. So you've seen the matrix, there's a glitch in the matrix. Yep. Something you feel like you've never been mm -hmm. in a space before and suddenly you feel like you've had this exact same experience before down to the T, to the point where you get like those chills up the back of your neck. Has that ever happened to you guys? Mm -hmm. You ever been someplace or had something like that happen? Yeah. Like. You know, no one knows what causes that. There's no scientific explanation for why that happens to people. Deja vu? Yeah. Yeah, I think there is, actually. What is it? Do you know? <laughs> I don't know the exact name of it or the exact details on how it works, but I remember reading something about how it's, like, a glitch in your brain where your brain, like, resets by, like, a few seconds. So you're seeing something that you've been seeing for the last few seconds, but your brain kind of forgot that it's been looking at it for, say, five seconds does that make sense? It does, but mm -hmm. it doesn't always happen that it's the same exact thing at that time. Yeah. You know, I could understand it if, like, you're driving down the road and suddenly you're like, I just was driving down this road. But I think more of, like, and I mean, I guess I could, again, everything is theory, but for me, like, that, it's more of that feeling that you get, like, you've been there before, like, you've had this experience before. Right, right. You know, and it's not just like, oh, that was weird, like... But, right. it, you know, because if it was just, and it might be, if, if it was just a glitch in your brain and your brain is resetting, why would you have the emotional stuff that gets attached to that? Yeah. Because exactly. if you really, if you've really had it where it like hits you, it's pretty, like, it's an emotional experience. It's unsettling. And maybe that, maybe your brain is all connected to that. I don't know. Maybe because we've already existed. Maybe okay. this has happened because we've existed already in what we're in. So now you're talking about like reincarnation type uh... stuff? A little bit, but um, there's a there's a that which is has already been, and what is to be has been already, and requires an account of what is past. So we could be, you know, I'm using the Bible as a context here. Um, the Bible is a recorded 
version. And Rabbit and I are both smiling because yes. this is difficult for us to. <laughs> Did you just like have your hand up? Or are you gonna thump it again? <laughs> oh, it must be the Bible salesman. <laughs> they put it into a context of look, um, you have the beginning of time, you have what happens in the middle of time, and then you have the end of time. All of this is recorded, and it's already happened. We're just living through it. Yeah, but you know who wrote this, right? No, who wrote this? Well, all different crazy people, people wrote it. Okay. Like hundreds of years after these so-called incidents and events actually happened. And that's a proven fact. Oh, I don't, I don't like this game. So <laughs> how good is your recollection and your oral storytelling when you're trying to write down a story that's been passed down for 150 years? How accurate is it? It I'm might just, be a little dusty I'm at just times. Saying. It might be dusty. No, I, I'm just throwing out the fact that the way the Bible has set itself out is it's already happened. It's we've we've hit the beginning, we've hit an end. Yes. You know. That's all there is to it. It's simple. Okay. We're already we already existed. That's it. We've we've done this before. And that's where the deja vu comes in because you know now you're walking into a place and you go, you know what? I've been here. I understand this. And yes, I can see where you're going with the reincarnation thing you know, jumping ship to ship so you could be jumping from one dimension into another. There was another quote that I read something about um, um, man being used as like a, uh, an example is we take one soul or one bit of energy and we keep repouring it into the next person. So we keep evolving and it that, all kind of moves that along. That sounds an awful lot like reincarnation, which is I not know. something that people of, most Christian faiths believe in. This is true. That's the well, Christian faith is it's gonna be okay, I'm dying, I'm going there, or I'm going there. Right. This story. You're not coming back. But if you're talking about dumping energy into one soul and into another soul and another soul. Right. It's it's, it's drifting a little bit. Ah yeah, yeah. And but, that's where my problem lies is the drifting. It's a good drift though. Well, if you think so. <laughs> All right. God, I don't have a thumper, do well, I? What do you guys? What do you guys think out there? What are What are your uh, views on that? Should we Should we count that as something, you know, to look at as far as historical information and possibilities for these things, or is it just a, a great book? Allison, this is God. <laughs> First of all, my God does not sound like oh, that. <laughs> he definitely is a male. He's transgender. Never mind. <laughs> oh, you just cracked that wide open. Now we're going to get some hate mail. Oh. <laughs> At least we're getting mail. <laughs> so seriously, though, I mean, this this is the whole reason why we do this show, is so we can have these kinds of conversations. And we want you guys, you know, out in the audience to get involved and drop us a line at, you know, facebook.com slash parababble. Um, hit us up on Twitter at parababble. Uh, you know, let us know what, what you guys are thinking and what your opinions are on this stuff, because... You know, so far we got two levels. There's, what do you got? One more that you semi agree with that you want to discuss? No, those are just the two levels. Oh, that's just about. the two. So those yeah. are the ones we're going with. So we got we got the the Bible version of what could possibly be happening, and we've got some guy who is super smart with two out of his four. He's a cosmologist. Oh my god. He does makeup. <laughs> <laughs> no, wrong show. Oh. Is that like Dr. Tyson? No, he's uh, his name is Max Teg Tegmark or Tegmark. Yeah, they, they just, they study the universe. The universe. <laughs> How do you get a job universe. studying the universe when you can't even go there? 
We are in the universe. No, but you know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, how do you like do any actual research when? You just work with it's what all we have. Theory. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's all. A I lot need to get paid for just theory. Right. I would go all day with yeah. theories. I'd become a physicist and. No, 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 no. Parallel universes. No, just get a megaphone, stand in the corner, and give my theory. Oh, that's a different kind. Oh, that time you thumped yourself. Yep, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I will hold the signs. All right, so we're talking about this stuff. So we've got yeah. these kind of ideas out there. I know we've got some examples of how this could actually yep. be relatable in real life. It is. I have a very relatable story. Oh, well, can you lay it on us? Do you guys remember the Bernstein Bears? Who yeah. doesn't remember the Bernstein Bears? So when you think about the Bernstein Bears, you kind of picture how their name is spelled. Can you write it down? Probably, but spell? can I? Um, that was my pen clicking because I'm going to actually try to yeah, attempt okay. what you're asking me to do. They took all the new utensils away from me. But can I just you tell you a little side story about the Bernstein Bears? Sure. Um, I was at a Chinese buffet um, a couple of weeks ago with my husband, Jason, and we were enjoying a very nice Chinese buffet meal. And there was a couple sitting next to us that were having a debate about how the Bernstein Bears had become too politically correct and that it doesn't serve a purpose anymore because they're so politically correct that the kinds of things they used to talk about, like when we were kids, they can't talk about those things anymore. Now it's all about like tolerance and acceptance and those types of things. And I just found it a very interesting conversation because if you remember like the Berenstein Bears when we grew up, it was all about like, you know, what happens if somebody steals and what happens when somebody's mean and, you know, it was like real life lessons. The message. Right. But I guess now it's become like so fluff that it doesn't really teach kids anything anymore. What about your crap? I know. We've boxed, our, boxed ourselves into corners. I can't write this. You can't spell the Bernstein Bears? I can't. Just just spell Bernstein Bears, like the way you, you think you'd remember the spelling of it. Okay. Okay, now can you say it out loud? Sure. I wrote B-E-I-R-N-S-T-E-I-N. Okay. Jeff, you want to take a crack at it? Well, now you just saw that, so now it's implanted in your brain. I'm going to go with uh, B-E-R-N-S-T-E-I-N. Bears, B A R E S. Okay. <laughs> so, I think you're you're both a little off. But here's the funny thing about the way you both spelled it: the 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 last part, the Stein part, S T E I N. That's wrong. Really? It's actually the correct spelling of the Bernstein Bears is B E R E N S T A I N. They're the Berenstein Bears. What? Yeah. So this has been going around the internet a lot lately. It's like a big thing. It's catching fire. Um, yeah. Every like a lot of people our age are like looking back and rediscovering the Berenstein Bears. Like whether they just see it on TV or they have kids of their own now and they look at it and they're like, "That's not the way I remember the Berenstein Bears being spelled at all." Because they made it politically correct. Well, they think it's because. Our dimension and another parallel dimension has somehow collided and went through with each other. And when we were kids back in the, for me, early 90s, oh my late God. 80s. This is getting huge. Did he really just say that? Yeah. Go on. Um, the Berenstein More like Bears. the 70s, early 80s. Jeff, where, where are you in that uh, timeline? 
I'm in the early, late 70s, early 70s, early 70s. I was a young little boy. Late 70s, I was, you know, grammar okay. school. 70, late 70s, I was two. I would Rob have been, wasn't even a twinkle in his dad's eye. I would have been 13. Yep. So we got a vast array of Berenstein Bears-ness yeah. between yes. the three of us. But either way, we all remember it as Berenstein Bears mm -hmm. with E-I-N. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. The theory out there by some people is that sometime between maybe the mid-90s and now, our dimension and another parallel dimension collided or bled through with each other. And there might be other differences, but one of the differences is that our Berenstein Bears that we grew up with have been replaced by the Berenstein Bears <laughs> of another dimension that are spelling their name with an A instead of an E. I'm very outraged by this. Me too. <laughs> Imposters. <laughs> I bet you that they probably just changed it so it didn't have any kind of connotation to it. It was no. more like gener generic. No, because people have gone back and they've looked at old books from like way back when and they're spelled with the A. What? Yeah. Just everybody, for some reason, seems to remember them with an E-I-N. Mom, if you're listening out there, I need you to go to your storage unit and look and see if you have any of our books from when we were kids. You still have these books? I'm, I'm wondering if my mother still has these. She Do might you still remember have reading some. them? Oh, yeah. We used to read them all the time. We had all the Berenstein Bears books. We had, like, the gold books, you know, like the... Mm -hmm. Berenstein Bears. Stein. Stain. 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 Berenstein Bears. Stain. It's an A. No one has uh, ever said that in the history getting, of the world. I know, but that's how it's spelled, apparently. So where, who, who's saying that they collided and they changed somewhere along the line here? Well, that's the theory that's popular amongst people who are... It's all over the internet. And everybody's... So could you go on YouTube and look up an episode from 1982 yeah. yep. and have them say the name in it? I don't know if they... I don't know how it's pronounced, but it's spelled that way. It's spelled with the A. I really want to look it up now and see if you can like listen to the actual show from back then and if they pronounce it Stein or Stain. I don't know if the pronunciation has much to do with it. I just know the spelling is the big thing. Well, you can't pronounce Stein with Stein. an A. Yeah, Stain, Stein, I don't know. Well, what if in all of their turmoil with being the way they used to be when the show first came out about you know having a message or this or that and getting politically correct, the name change was them being them reinventing themselves yeah, but that's and what, separating that's everything what I'm out. They might have changed it to make it more like generic sounding, but how would they go back and retroactively change all right. of the old books that have already been printed? And if all the old stuff has it spelt that way. Yeah, they do. That's so crazy. I know. The Berenstein Bear is the key to unlocking the secret to parallel dimensions. <laughs> No? Yeah, why don't you ask about that the next time you go to church? <laughs> I, yeah. I, 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 Dear God. Read about that in the Bible. Dear God. <laughs> what the F did you do oh, to the bears? Don't say the F word. I didn't say it. I said church. F. Yeah, I said F. We don't want it explicit on our iTunes, so we probably have one already, actually. Never mind. It's all right. Parabattle has been out there. We know what we're doing, right? That's that's pretty crazy. I don't even yeah. really know what's going Our producer's going to can this show. No. <laughs> Wait, we are the producers. Oh. All right. <laughs> Never mind. We're just going in circles. It's still a little warm out here. <laughs> well, it's a little crazy of a topic, too. So, I don't know. There's more crazies. So, I've got an example of a real-life situation. And, again, I mean, 
you know, you got to take this stuff with a grain of salt because who really knows if these are real, real life situations. Yeah. But there was this woman named Carol Chase McHenry. And in 2006, she was driving from Paris, California, back to her home in San Bernardino. And she claims that she decided to stop in her hometown of Riverside. It didn't take long, however, for her to realize that she wasn't in the right town. And although its geographical location was correct, she claims that she couldn't find her childhood home or those homes of her family members. And she didn't recognize any of the houses, even though all the numbers were still correct. So imagine that. Imagine like going back to your childhood neighborhood. You're so excited to do that. You pull up at 17 Cherry Lane, except 17 Cherry Lane is not your house. And your neighbors that you knew at 16 Cherry Lane, that's not their house. So according to her, she said even the cemetery where her grandparents were buried uh, was just a fenced lot of overgrown weeds. So was this simply the wrong town? This, there's a strong theory that she had not found any landmarks that were similar, such as colleges or middle schools. However, her relief in finding something recognizable was short-lived because as soon as she noticed the eerie vibe surrounding these residents um, who were walking around, she left because she was too afraid to approach them. She felt like they were, like, not right. There was something off about them. Pleasantville? Yeah, pretty much. So there's people walking around this town, you know, but just not in a way that she felt comfortable trying to talk to anyone. So she believes that she stumbled upon a parallel dimension in which Riverside was a much darker place, but her story can't be confirmed because when she returned to the same town a few years later for her father's funeral, it had reverted back to the town that she knew as a child, and she never encountered that alternate dimension again. So she waited a few years to go back to check it out? Maybe she was spooked. I don't know. I would. I would like. I would have left and came back and been like, "Hey, mom, is is our hometown been converted into some dark version of our hometown?" Right. Yeah. I mean, I know that's what I said. You got to take these stories with a grain of salt because. What about hitting a portal? Us knowing us. I mean, if you listen to Skinwalker Ranch episode, we had everything. We were all about that. Like, why wasn't this done? Why wasn't that done? Like, we would have been the ones there with our cameras, with our GoPros, trying to catch up. But maybe that's not the normal reaction for people that don't do this kind of stuff. I don't know. Normal maybe, people. Maybe she just hit a portal and she went and saw a different dimension and was able to come back around out of it and it might have closed because in the Skinwalker Ranch, those portals were opening and closing all over the place. So what's to say that that isn't happening in other places, you know? So maybe she did. I would have turned around and came back, came back in and see if it happened again. Yeah. I mean, I would have done the same thing, but yeah. was she tested? I don't know. Okay. I mean, you could probably look her up on Facebook. Okay. <laughs> She's probably got a Twitter account. California, right? huh? Yep. Okay. They're pretty Paris, sane out there. Paris, California. Well, now. What? I don't know if I would use sane to describe <laughs> Californians. God, I, you just pissed off all the people in California <laughs> who listen to them. I'm just saying, the they can be very progressive. Yeah. They're usually very like open-minded and more laid back. Their vibe is very different on the West Coast from the East Coast. Well, That's what I mean wait a it. minute. Didn't uh, the Terminator come through from another dimension? Or he came from the future? Time travel. Time. Uh, oh, that's different. Can't get in that one, okay. No, not yet. That's I'm, I'm just episode. throwing them out there. Although if you watch the new Terminator movie, they deal with time travel and alternate dimensions because they change time, which creates a different 
universe and de- never mind and this is just so crazy because this is how our brains work like i'm 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 at a party you know over the weekend and i'm listening to these uh, people that were there talk about the capacitor and their ac unit in their house and all, every time they said it all i kept thinking of was flux capacitor, capacitor. see yep. it's ingrained in us it's just who we are as people we can't separate it yeah <laughs> drive-by houses is that on it no that's on it that's a old cemetery uh okay yeah. i was like chuckling to myself every time they said it and everybody was just looking at me like, like oh, yeah, so she's funny. having a good time yeah what's so funny you got a flux capacitor. <laughs> so our parallel, our parallel dimension, um, if we are extended, um, do we do the same things? We can in some of them, but there will be slight variations between them. So, like we might have different jobs. We might. I mean, there there could be since there's an infinite amount. There's like an infinite amount of different possibilities. There's okay, a parallel so then, dimension where we don't know each other. There's uh, there's one where, like we said earlier, Parababble's the top radio podcast on iTunes and Stitcher, and it just goes on and on. Like any any scenario you could think of, there's so, a, supposedly a parallel dimension. You, for yep, it. you just hit on. You know, I have another example of this woman who um, this is supposedly happened in July of 2008. Um, she basically gets up for her normal routine. You know, she had some small details that seemed a little off that day. Like, for example, her sheets and pajamas were different from what she remembered wearing to bed. Um, but she, you know, got up, brushed it, brushed it off, drove to her place of work where she'd been employed for 20 years. However, when she got there, it wasn't her actual job. The department was different. It wasn't its normal location on the normal floor. So the building is there, but where she works in particular is not where she normally worked. So she said, you know, something's weird. Something's definitely going on. She goes home and finds the man who she had separated with six months before at her house acting like the separation never took place. So she claimed that she had a new person that she was in a relationship with for the last four months who was nowhere to be found. And this old relationship, this person was there. So she didn't know how to explain any of this. She even ended up hiring a private detective to try to figure out where this new person was. Um, and she could find no trace of him. So a lot of people thought that maybe she had some kind of neurological malfunction going Mm -hmm. on because she swore that these things were different and that she just happened to wake up this day and everything was something else. But she really believes that she was in a parallel universe so everything just just flipped on her and she's never been able to like get back to that normal universe that she thought she was in all this time she is basically thinks that she's stuck in a dimension that she doesn't belong in i think it would have been even stranger if the private detective was able to find this guy that she said she was in a relationship with because if he doesn't exist at all i don't know if that goes along with how parallel dimensions are supposed to work. Right, but I mean, that's, a, can you even imagine what that would be like? Like you wake up tomorrow, your apartment is switched around, things are in a different spot than they were when you went to bed. You get in your car and drive to work, only it's not really your work. I would be happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> and then imagine trying to convince someone else that those things are, have changed for you and that's not what it should have been. I mean, that would pretty much like totally mess your brain up. If you didn't have a yeah. neurological malfunction before, you're going to have one afterwards. Yeah, that's just a messed up situation. Right? 
Yeah. Portals. No winning there. Portals. Yeah, but portals. She went through the portal. She never went back. She never went back. She couldn't get back. Hmm. She's stuck here. Do you got any explanations for that in your book? Medication. Wait, my <laughs> book. I didn't write the book. <laughs> I'm merely quoting the book. All the other examples I came across, they they go into a different dimension. They always come back within a short period of time, or they come into our dimension from another dimension and they're gone. So she didn't come back. Nope. She never went back to that first dimension that she thought she was in. Yeah, she's here. This is her parallel dimension. Is our dimension. Right. Right. She came from another one and she just never went back. Supposedly. That's heavy. Mind yeah. melting, right? I have another example of something like that happening. Where someone from a supposed other dimension came to ours. It happened in 1954. Uh, a man was flying to Tokyo. And upon arrival, he was interrogated because all of his forms of identification were claiming that he was from a country called Tavred. T-A-V-R-E-D. Tavred. Um, he said the country was between France and Spain, but nobody obviously has ever heard of that country before. Tavred. Um, it's strange though because he actually had a passport issued from Tavred and it was stamped many times previously from Japan because the man claimed that he traveled there on business uh, quite often. And he even had a driver's license from Tavred and a checkbook issued from an unknown bank. That's weird. Yeah. So they got this guy here, they don't know what to do with him, because he has these official-looking forms of ID from a country that no one's ever heard of. So immigration officers sent him to a hotel, and uh, he was put under... 24-7 guard, because obviously you don't know who this guy is, really. And they had uh, two immigration officers stationed outside of his hotel room the whole time he was there. And so the next morning, they go to check on him, and he's gone. He's vanished. And he was staying on, I believe it was the 15th story of this hotel. The only way in or out was either through the door or through the window. Um, men in black. What? <laughs> this was Japan. Well, I guess the men in black had no borders. They're everywhere. Yeah. They're everywhere. And I'm assuming he took all of his documents with him when he left, too. So there's no... There was no mention of that part. No. That's interesting. Yeah. So this guy isn't even around. He vanished. So How weird. It's so weird. Just I just vanished. had deja vu right now. No kidding. Like, seriously, just had it. Well, you're, at least you're looking at my good side, my left side. It was very strange. She was in another dimension? I don't know. Hmm. Anything's possible, right? So people yeah. are vanishing. Now we have vanishing. So what, did a portal come to him and he just... Maybe he went back to his dimension. Said, I'm out? Yeah. Been real? You can't keep me here? <laughs> I don't know. This is, you know, like you said, this whole discussion is, it's all theory. It's all... A, up for grabs pretty much until we physically have something that says this is what happened we can recreate it yeah can we do that no no allison's got a blank look at me rob's i'm thinking like how rob would is you definitely even... going no with uh maybe we would have I feel to, like you find need to build a, a proton spot. pack and cross the streams uh -oh. yeah like you need like some kind of 
Well, that that's supposed to like destroy Crazy. the universe, right? But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you know how they make those new, um, I don't know what they're called, but they can basically like make these new contraptions that can form atoms and break atoms apart and do like all these crazy things to like okay. mass in general. Mm-hmm. Like I wonder if that's the only way you'd be able to do it. Cause you really have to, you'd have to figure out a way to like force some kind of major molecular change to happen. But we're not these people that you've used examples of things changing like that. They haven't seen any of that. But that we they don't know, know of, what, that they right. know of. I mean, they, I mean, might they only explain like, their story. Some of them only explain their story when they come back around and say, look, I was here. It's a wonderful yeah. life. Woo, gone. Woo. <laughs> you know, where did right. everybody disappear to? This is where I used to live, but this ain't here anymore, you know? Yeah. I mean, who knows the kind of technology you would need to be able to rip through uh, our own reality and uh, well, cross now, into another dimension. Now you're kind of talking about, like, a little, like what you're saying is, you know, I kind of want to touch on, like, the Montauk Project a little bit. And then... And looking into this, um, I was actually really intrigued by the whole Philadelphia experiment. And I think it'd be really cool to just kind of focus on that for a show because it's pretty extensive as mm-hmm. to what yeah. happened and took place. But the reason why I wanted to just bring it up now is because, you know, and I'm not going to go too crazy in depth with it, but um, the doctor that was like in charge of the Montauk project basically came with like this whole theory that people have this internal timestamp in them. And when you're forced into some kind of other environment, it literally like messes with your brain. Like you either go insane or you end up dying or, or something happens, which is kind of working on the theory of what happened with the whole Philadelphia experiment. Mm-hmm. So when they were looking at, you know, how to do that, and I don't want to like get too much into this because it kind of borders on time travel, yeah. at least like potentially. It sounds like a whole show in itself. Right. And that's what I'm, that's what I'm kind of thinking as we're talking yeah. about this, but you're basically like taking something from here and plopping it over there. So it's interdimensional travel, you know, not necessarily time travel because it can happen spontaneously at the same time. But I think the point you're but, on around there is the, you're moving from one point. Right. To it's point. like teleportation. So, yeah. So, so why can't we jump to another dimension? Right. But I think it's interesting to think about what the consequences on a person would be that would go through something like that. You know, how much it would actually mess with you. Like, not even mentally, but, like, physically, what the changes in your body would be. It's like Star Trek when they couldn't get transported all the way up and they got scrambled. Right. Or, like, Willy Wonka. Yes. You know, Mike TV. Mm-hmm. When he goes and like they put him in the particles and he flies He's just hanging there. out there. Right. And when he comes back, he's, like, you know, two inches big because it messed him up so much, you know, it's really kind of crazy to think about what it could do to a person that would go through this kind of experience. And then that kind of takes back, you know, a look at like ghosts and shadow people in general. And if it is a parallel dimension, maybe that's why you only see the form. I knew you were going to go there. I was already, I was in my head. You don't see all the other parts of the person because maybe the, 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 change has physically changed them yes. changed their energy so many people their have... cell, you know their cellular yeah you see a torso you might see the half you might see a head right you, might you don't see get the whole person back. you don't get it it's not you know that's that's really a good point that we never really looked at no yeah. because i mean why would we ever think about that but when right. you're starting to really delve into some of the the theories behind this stuff i mean it kind of makes more sense then 
So when you see a full body apparition, we just consider them lucky to get through? Well, maybe those are the ones that are still in this dimension. Because, you know, we still believe that spirits pass on, there's energy here. Right. So when you see that full body apparition in full color, you know, maybe that's somebody who's still lingering, you know, in some circumstance. But when you see the top of the person or the foot and the torso coming around the corner, maybe that's somebody that traveled. Was it Waverly that you guys saw that uh, apparition or ghost coming towards you in the recorder? And they were yeah. watching it come down the hall? Yep. Yeah. And we couldn't see so, it in real life. You couldn't see it in real life, but you saw it, it in the recorder. It was clear as day. Was it a full? It was two. Side yeah, by side. They were standing side by side. I saw it through the viewfinder on my camera. And when they went go, I went to go back to play it. Yeah. There was nothing in the video. But with your own eyes, you saw them. Yeah, with my own the eyes. The doctors I saw or whatever it. they were coming towards you. Yeah. That's crazy. So this doctor, I don't know, Dr. John Van Newman. Um, what he specifically said is that humans are born with a time reference point that is linked to the electromagnetic fields, which is unique to this earth in this dimension. So you think about the electromagnetic fields and just follow, follow, follow the path here. Mm -hmm. What's one thing that we always look for when we're looking for spirit activity, paranormal activity? EMF. We always check the EMF, the electromagnetic yep. fields. We do it all the time. There are theories in the paranormal that with increased activity, you're going to see an increase in the EMF in that electromagnetic field. You know, it can cause everything from hallucinations to skin irritations to seeing things that aren't, you know, necessarily there to feeling paranoid. We know how it affects you in small doses. Now, if you're keyed into a certain kind of frequency and something happens that jolts that frequency, it would make sense for you to have some kind of change. Physically. The body electric. Right, because it's, it's changing your, your whole self on all the levels. That's deep. Yeah. Sorry. No, that's good, though, because it really would. If you, yeah, if you increase it or you lock in on that frequency, you know, we don't know. Right. And it what could the other be side different, of that is. That frequency, that inherent timestamp that you have could be different person to person. Yep. So the EMF might not affect you the same way it would affect me. Because I'm not why, on, right. Right, you might see a whole full shadow person and maybe only see part of a shadow person in another situation because maybe it affects them differently. Uh, I have a quick example of that. Uh, not me personally, but when I was working out at the uh, asylum, and this gentleman reporter or news newspaper or something was out there and he goes and we're both kind of standing there and i come around one way and he come around another way into this doorway so we both had view and as soon as we got into this room he goes oh did you see the apparition that just walked by it was a half a torso just kind of cruising and i said well he saw it i didn't see it so maybe i was on a, on a i mean we're both looking at the same thing so who knows and, you know this frequency thing might have something a lot to do with how some people are better at catching things and seeing things and being open and having that yeah like light. maybe your inner time stamp your electromagnetic mm -hmm. field sensitivity is the same as what you're interacting with which is why it's easier for you but i mean if you think about it all three of us saw that at waverly yeah we were watching it all three of us could see it you know the fact that it was moving and coming towards us and getting bigger but then as soon as you would step away from the viewfinder on that camera and look 
down the hall, you could not see anything. But it was creepy. It was like two figures standing side by side right next to each other, almost like they were holding hands or something. Right. We, we even thought maybe the they wall. were like orderlies even, you know, because they were like shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. It was really creepy. It was probably one of the creepiest things that I've ever had happen while we've been investigating. So would Only that be a frequency thing because so everybody, the three of you saw it? Or it could have been that, you know, the view that we were looking through from the camera could have done something that, you know. You couldn't see. Right. Electric. Right. I, energy. I the different, you know, the different filter, the, who knows. Being at the right spot at the right time if they're coming. And there's so many different ways to look at that. Yeah, who knows. It could have been anything. But it kind of makes you think about, you know, like the relevancy of like the EMF pumps. And I know we talk about that stuff as being really, really bad and dangerous. But if the whole purpose of being able to attract those things is because they need that. Right. Energy. Well, you're messing with your head at the same time. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, you know. Because our brain capacity can't focus in on it. A ferret cage would be a much better idea so that, you know, you're not necessarily getting the side effects of that. But, I mean, it's the same the same idea. I mean, you know, fear cages. We talk about those all the time and how people feel inside of them. All it is is high EMF. Yeah. Do we want to go to another dimension and then come back? Depends on what the dimension is. Yeah, I would agree with that. And and I would want to come back. I mean, well, definitely. if I got you had stuck a ticket there to go. and it was yeah, different, yeah, yeah. forget it. Yeah. I really think you'd go insane if that happens. I mean, if you went home and your wife was not your wife and your kids were not your kids, but you knew who your wife and your kids were. Okay. That's a lot of explaining. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. No. Explain to somebody else that. This is, it's not, but (laughs) it is, it is, but what's going on? (laughs) Did I get like teleported somewhere? I don't know. I think I'd like to check out the other dimension. I mean, obviously knowing that I could come back because they could be like building and working over there doing their thing. They could be. Maybe advanced or not, you know, half people running around building, just not enough energy to support it. That's how the pyramids got built. Maybe. I don't know how the pyramids got built. Somebody came from another dimension and gave them the ideas on how to do it. Then you you go into the theory that people have, in some dimension, the ability to go across dimensions. And I have an example of that. Ooh. Let's hear that. No. No. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Okay, so in 2009, a man claims that while chasing his dog in Del Porto Canyon, California, he oh, tripped. California again. Yep, he tripped on a rabbit hole and knocked oh, himself out. It was a real rabbit hole. This story's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's still fun. It sounds like Alice went down the rabbit hole. Exactly. <laughs> wow. Um, so his name was James Richards. And after knocking himself out, he woke up, and he found himself in a strange room with a strange machine next to him, and a man who called himself Jonas. And Jonas said that he was on a work-related trip for an interdimensional time travel, not, not time travel, just an interdimensional <laughs> travel agency. So in his dimension, this guy named Jonas, in his dimension, they had the ability to go um, across all the different dimensions. They had the technology to do that. And he worked for the travel agency. Did that Weezer that. meet Jonas? Is that where the song came Maybe. from? Maybe. His name is Jonas. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they did this intergalactic uh, 
interdimensional traveling. So there's travel agents. Dimension traveling. Interdimensional oh, travel yeah. agencies. Yeah, and so they they you know they just got to chatting. You know, no big deal. I'm in a different dimension. So he's talking with this guy Jonas, and they're talking about music, and uh, James Richards learned from Jonas that the Beatles never broke up in his dimension, and they were all still alive and well and together. What? Yep. And so when Richards went back to our dimension, he stole a cassette tape because CDs never caught on in that dimension. I think it's cassette tape of an unreleased to our dimension. Beatles album called Everyday Chemistry and he uploaded it online in our dimension and you could listen to it online. I actually have it on YouTube here. Uh, see if I could key it up here for a second. What do the what do the fake Beatles in this dimension have to say? <laughs> well, half of them are dead. So <laughs> the, the living half. Did you have a producer for this? No. This better sound like the Beatles, it, otherwise the story is not even a shred believable. It is the Beatles, but here's where the story just falls apart, and so does my YouTube player here. But uh, this is where it falls apart. Uh, people, obviously, there's big Beatles nerds out there, and they've analyzed this supposed album that this guy's uploaded. Here's some of it. And... They say it's just a mashup of all of the individual Beatles solo albums that they've put out. Alright, now I gotta hear this. So here's some of it. I call bullshit. Yeah. Did he get the rights for all the mashup songs that he put together? No, neither did we, so we're going to get sued now. <laughs> so 2009 this happened? Yeah. So the technology was there to do mashups, DJ remixes oh, and yeah. stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, debunked. Yeah, unfortunately. Well, I think that this has been a really interesting show, and in another parallel dimension, we'll continue this discussion, but not here tonight. Yeah, I didn't even get to the lady who met... Jesus, the king of the universe. Well, it's probably good that you didn't talk about that because Jeff might have been really <laughs> upset about it. <laughs> Either he's going to be really upset that he missed that and that didn't uh, happen yeah. to him. Well, if you want to check it out, she has her own Angel Fire website powered by 1999's internet technology. Nice. Nice. Where you could read about uh, Jesus, the king of the universe. Not He-Man, Jesus. Not He-Man. <laughs> he, he has the power, though. Yeah. Oh. Well, he's the master of the universe. <laughs> well, we're going to look Jesus into that, the too. the king. Universe. Every time I leave this show, I'm going home and looking up new stuff. Mm -hmm. I think it's I think it's cool. Well, again, we want to thank everybody for listening. Beyond Borders Paranormal Radio. Please uh, catch us through Facebook, facebook.com slash parababble, or on Twitter, parababble, at parababble on Twitter. You guys can download past episodes on Stitcher and iTunes. And uh, as usual, we just really want to say thanks to everybody for listening to us babble on and on. Yeah, thanks for listening to this craziness tonight, especially. Well, you guys have a great night, and we'll see you next Tuesday. 